three, four. Facts, fibs, and fairy tales. <laughs> Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales with your factual fairy, Matt Sweet. Yay. My guest today is, uh, oh, what name do you want to be known by? True the Flesh. Travoy in the Flesh. Amazing. They can't see that, so it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Travoy in the Flesh. Um, so, Travoy, can you tell me a little bit about who you are? What's your mm. deal? And feel free to plug yourself. Like, that's totally... Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally fine. I don't... I, that sounded homosexual, but I'm not going to go with that joke. Um, <laughs> I'm just a regular guy who happens to do everything awesomely and uh, show up to record... And talk about dicks with yeah. my best friend. Oh, amazing. All right. Well, great. <laughs> um, so just so you know how the podcast works, basically, um, we're going to try to tell some uncomfortable, explicit stories. Uh, You've already you can... uncomfortable because I'm comfortable with my life. <laughs> okay. Dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So um, uh, we're going to flip this coin. It's a toonie. So you can either pick to be the queen or a polar bear. Can I pick to keep the toonie? Bitch, I'm poor. <laughs> I need this toonie for laundry. <laughs> okay, okay. It's not her dirty panties. Um, well, I'm going to pick the polar bear, because everyone thinks I'm a queen. Uh, finally. You know what? Every faggot I have on here picks the goddamn queen. I told you I'm perfect at being me. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, uh, you're going to pick the polar bear, so yes. we'll flip. If your polar bear comes face up, you speak first. Mm -hmm. If it comes down, I speak first. Um, basically, uh, feel free to be as anonymous as you want to be, um, and generally I try to change names of the people we're talking about if they come up. Uh, if I'm, you... I'm actually sitting there like, God, I don't remember any of these people's names, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yay. Perfect. This is going to go great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know you have to invent fake names. Yeah. like, who the fuck are these people? Just like my dick, like, why didn't you know your name? <laughs> Okay, um, so that's basically it. Um, after it's over, so just like keep this in your mind, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to ask you to sort of think about, I'm going to ask you a question about the next seven days and what you're going to do in the next seven days to bring a little light and levity into the world, because the whole point of the podcast is mm. we're living in, you know, a dark oh. time and it's a lot of shitty news all the time. And, and like, the truth. how are you going to bring a little uh, joy into the universe? So think about that, but mm -hmm. not right now. Um, yeah, so that's you know pretty I already much have it. my answer, but go ahead. What? Uh, you, I said, you know I already have my answer. <laughs> right, you're already prepared. <laughs> Look at me. Your answer is going to be, I'm just going to continue being me. Like, that's... But when I say it, it will sound different, I promise. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Uh, well, in that case, I'm going to flip the coin, flip. so we can just, like, dive in. The basic rules are, you're welcome to interrupt a story at any time for to ask for more details. Mm -hmm. So, like, if... If, for example, you're telling a story about this time, like, you took just, like, a really big dick, mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, yeah, but what colored jockstrap was he wearing? You mm -hmm. know, like, that kind of stuff. Um, so feel free to jump in, and uh, we'll dive in. Cool? Yep. I'm going to flip this fucking coin. Here we go. Also, today's episode uh, is unofficially sponsored by Kraken Rum. <laughs> oh. And J-Ray. Oh, and J-Ray. Yeah, like, we almost got there. I'm going to grab the rum. Oh, that was Entertain smart. the people. Um, since you're listening, thank you for listening to his podcast. I'm sure it's awesome. Um, I haven't, I haven't listened to any episodes before and I tried to, but I was rudely awakened by the fact that I'm not tech savvy. Yeah. But you know what? We all get there in our own time. Indeed. Okay. Because I'm perfect. So. All right. The rum's in the room. Yay. <laughs> Feel free to refill as needed. I'm going to flip the coin. Here we go. 
Oh god, I dropped it. God, it. Fuck you. you Shut up. Don't judge me, bitch. Oh my god, I dropped it twice. One fucking task. <laughs> we know who can't find the hole sometimes. <laughs> Honestly, that's happened. <laughs> Obviously. Alright, what's up? It's the queen. Queen face up, so I go first. I could have told you that. Uh, you're such a bitch. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she's got a lot of privilege, so she's really exercising it, you know? Alright, so I'm gonna tell you... It's not really a sex story, but it's sex-related. Um, <laughs> in that... It, <laughs> It was the cause of a, the end of a relationship for me, mm-hmm. um, and it was specifically around sex. So I'll just dive into it. Yeah, stop, pre- um, stop, 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 context- stop contextualizing it for Yeah, us. no, I'll just fucking tell the story. Okay, so once upon a time, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Sweet was a young, fresh-faced homosexual, mm. um, barely even jaded and bitter, and uh, he met this guy. Was this last week? <laughs> <laughs> was this last week? This was like... Uh, I want to say it was probably like 27, 26. Okay. So recent. Well, like within the, <laughs> within the last decade. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But now that I think about it, like I could have been 25. I had no fucking clue. It was a time ago. Yeah. Many moons. So I met this guy and uh, it was really lovely how we met. We met at a lesbian dance party. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friend Barb, who I was there with, um, who was like my resident lesbian friend. She's the reason we were there. You're she right. kind of like manufactured this entire magical evening where I wasn't allowed to speak to this guy because I saw him across the room and we had that like moment of like electricity when you see a person. Yeah, that moment, whatever that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> you. Anyway, that had happened. Yes. And Barb did this magical thing where she sort of went to him, spoke to him, and like created rapport with him, and then like brought, brought him, him over, over to me. But then only let him speak Come to on, me. Fruit for, fly, get out right, there. Right, hello. Yeah. And she only let him speak to me for a quick minute before dragging him away. And like we exchanged numbers at the end. It was really great. And so then the very next day we hung out together. Um, Side note, you, yeah. s- you spoke to each other. This is not on Grindr. This is not. No, this is real life. We met in real life at a lesbian dance party. Nice. Um, Cell phones existed. They did. Okay, good. Yeah, but I believe this was the time of, like, flip phones. Okay, good. So it was I was like, like, did you it, write down his number, or did you actually he, put his number oh, on phone? he gave me his number on a napkin. Ah. That's a real thing. Yeah. Um, I like the story already. <laughs> so this guy, um, the next day we went on a date, and every day after that, for a while, we saw each other every single day. And so he was Scottish, and he was in the country on a visa, and, like, he knew it was coming up. Uh, Scottish is white, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good, just checking. Yeah, Scottish is kind of the most white. Ah, okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Like, I'm a mix of Scottish and other things, which is why you can see my veins through my skin. Yeah. I'm the whitest. Fortunately, you're just white to me, so it's okay. <laughs> All white people look yes. the same. I get it. So, <laughs> on the seventh day that we knew each other, we were talking about this, like how he had an end date, which was in a couple months. And, you know, I said, well, it's fine. We'll just get married and then you can stay in the country. Like, whatever. Who even cares? Talk about white privilege. So, I love it. I mean, get, in, get into <laughs> get all, to, yeah, all of it. Yes, I love it. Um, I mean, this was without knowing that being married actually has no impact on immigration status whatsoever, really. Um, but, you know, we were young and dumb and we didn't know. It was the other day we know. Hello. Go ahead. So, whatever. <laughs> I told him I'd marry him and he, like, laughed it off. But I was, like, fully serious. Like, whatever, you know. Um, part of what made this guy sexy to me is he pretty much looked at, not exactly like me, but he had the same like build as me, and I like I I at the time was th- I thought of him as like the hot version of me. I totally love this. This is my favorite part of the story already. <laughs> <laughs> like, so on. it's like it was a little narcissistic, maybe. I support, but I was into it. 
Anyway, um, so like time passes and we do the research and we like actually meet with lawyers and whatever and we discover that oh being married doesn't really matter. How, yeah. But, you know, he goes away and then he comes back after a little bit of time with a different kind of visa and we end up moving in together. And I go on this trip to New York City uh, with Barb, the lesbian who introduced us. And it was the summer that Million Dollar Bill by Whitney Houston came out. I remember that year. Go ahead. It was a good year. 2013. Um, and like that song, for whatever reason, like resonated with me. And I was in New York City by myself. And I was in this like little jewelry shop. And I found this cute little ring that was only eight bucks. And I loved it. It fit on my finger, so I knew it would fit on his. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this. And like, and I'm going to propose to this motherfucker. I'm going to do it. So then... Um, oh I'm like, I asked the people in the store, like, hey, I need to get a ring box. Where the fuck can I go get this? And they're like, oh, well, around the corner is the Walmart of box stores. Because uh, <laughs> that's a thing that exists. And so you go into this Walmart of box stores. And there are literal greeters at the front. And it's like this tiny little old van. And I'm like, I just need a ring box. And he, like, takes me the half mile to wherever the ring boxes are. And I'm looking at the wall and there's nothing there, nothing there. And then... I start to hear Million Dollar Bill by Whitney Houston, and I start doing the, like, the dance that I had at the time for it. I mean, right? And then I turn around, and there's this wall of beautiful acrylic-colored boxes of all different sizes, including ring, stop, ring size. And there's a green box, and I'm just like, that's the color of my soul. So I buy this box, and then I bring it back to Canada, and I, like, write on ribbons, like, will you marry me in a bunch of languages? And I tie it around the ring and I put it inside the box and then I seal the box with a piece of paper that says, in case of emergency, break seal. And then the next day, I leave it on his kitchen counter after we, like, bang it out the night before. Uh, side note. Yeah. The heterosexual inside of me. Yeah. The heterosexual woman, obviously. Obviously. Is totally, like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. This is the way to propose. Like, right. Oh my God. Yeah. This should be the way. It's not like a production, but like it's special. But it's, yeah, yeah. Which is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just for context. <laughs> yeah. The regular me is like, you are such a homosexual. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, no. Yeah, I yeah. get it. I Go get ahead. It. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally gay. <laughs> so, I spend the whole day at work waiting for him to like reply, being like, uh, yes, or uh, no. Never replies, and we barely even talk about it. Like, when I get, I see him the next night, we're talking about it, and he's just like, oh yeah, no, I saw that. I thought it was funny. Like, he didn't realize that it was real, which was amazing. <laughs> so whatever, fast forward, we move in together, and oh this ring now, like, lives in my crafting room <laughs> on a shelf, collecting dust, oh, fuck just my like my heart, you know? <laughs> Well, yeah, you obviously you spent eight dollars on it. It is I your know. heart. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that's how much that's, my heart. That's is. where feelings like that's yeah. it is your heart. <laughs> anyway, so like time passes, and like one day I'm going to the washroom, I'm pooping it out, and it like it hurts, and I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, is the poop this? hurts or the ring? Yeah, hurts? like pooping okay, hurts. Okay, got it. Okay, the ring is irrelevant now. Okay, that was good. more just preamble. Okay. to let you know the situation we were in, so that I can judge you. I know. Go yeah. ahead, and also for you to judge me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so whatever. I, I'm taking this dump. And, like, it hurts, and I'm like, what is going on? And then after, I look in the toilet, and it's just bright red. Like, I have shit blood. blood. And I'm obviously panicking. Like, uh, that's new. (laughs) And, like, in this relationship with this guy, I was the bottom. Mm -hmm. Um, Despite the fact that when we met, um, I I had been a top previously, and he had been a very aggressive bottom. Um, Like, you know, he was into sort of fisting and that kind of thing, which is, like... 
Yeah, but pretty pretty bottomy. It's lo- advanced bottomy. Love will make you do things. Yeah, or at least buying a ring will make Hello. you do things. Oh, don't even get it. <laughs> anyway, so I was the bottom in this thing, and like I was like, but he like. He fucked me recently, but, like, his dick isn't, like, a monster. Like, it's not tearing me apart. And if it was, I would have noticed earlier, earlier. this whole, like, bloody <laughs> stool thing. Yeah. So, I'm panicking. I'm Googling. And it's like, you have cancer, because that's anything, <laughs> anything, anything you yeah. put on the internet is, like, what is this? It tells it's you cancer. it's cancer. Um, and eventually, I go to a doctor, and they look at it, and they, they, like, make me... They look at what, your hole? Well, yeah. Because like, they're, they're, like... Are they looking at this, like, did you give them a stool sample? Like, what are they looking at? I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, they, so, <laughs> the first, <laughs> the first doctor mostly just, like, hears the story, right? Okay. He's like, okay, well, it could be related to your diet. It could also be a fissure, which happens. A what? A fissure, which is, like, a cut on your asshole. Oh, that has a name. Yeah. When it really hurts when you poo, you probably have a fissure, and they fissure. take forever to heal. So it's not, I thought those were hemorrhoids. Isn't that what hemorrhoids is? Well, hemorrhoid is like kind of like a polyp in your asshole that gets really irritated. It's like it's pissed off. Uh-huh. Uh, fissure is an actual cut. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look at the words cut, not cut. <laughs> okay, hit yeah. it. I'm focused now. Okay. Yeah. So I go to this first doctor, and he's just like, "Oh, well, let's maybe it's a diet thing." So basically, over the co- I went to him like three times or something, and every time he was like, "Well, you eat Thai food, so no longer eat Thai, Thai food. food." Okay, cool. I stopped, and eventually it got to the point where it was like. Mm, you drink tea. Stop, Stop drinking, drinking tea. tea. And it's like, tea, really? Essentially, you breathe. Stop breathing. Yeah. I get it. And, like, he also had me eating, like, Metamucil like it was my job. So now my turds are not only painful, they're also giant. Because that's how Metamucil <laughs> works. works, yeah. It's like Which is gi- the funniest so thing. It's like stretching my hole as it's as this, Yes. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Sounds like exercise. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Sometimes it was. Like, you would leave the bathroom, like, sweating. Like, yeah. oh, girl, I went through it. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, eventually this doctor's like, I, we've done all I can here. I'm going to send you to a specialist, right? So they send me off to this specialist, the Rudd Clinic, which is the asshole specialist, specialist. of Toronto, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I go and I meet Dr. Rudd. And so he t- he... He's talking to me and interviewing me, and at no point has he actually looked me in the eyes. Okay. He's only been looking at his paper, asking me questions. Questions. When I talk about, you know, gay fucking, he's obviously uncomfortable with it. And he gets to the point where, okay, now I'm going to examine you. He still hasn't looked at me and gets me onto this, like, this this thing, which is kind of like an upside-down seat. So you're laying on it, like, your stomach is down... And then it's hydraulic, so they press a button with their foot, and, and your asshole ass. just, like, raise, raises into the air. Yeah. I know what that is. And he, like, starts, he just, like, you know, it was kind of like a spit and push, in that he took some KY, smeared it on my hole, and just, like, rammed his finger Rams into me. Good. And when your asshole is inflamed and pissed off, that hurts like a bitch. So I'm, like, screaming. Yeah. He's like, well, I don't know what this is. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Okay, so then he starts telling me that now I have to stop eating anything but rice. So now I'm on an all-rice diet. And like a couple weeks later, I go back and I don't end up with Dr. Rudd. I end up with some other guy who is this old dude who is, you know, a bit more comfortable. He looked at me, he engaged with me, um, but he had fingers that had giant knuckles on them. And when, (laughs) and you'll, you can see where this is headed. Does it feel like beads? (laughs) Yeah, like anal beads. Yeah, like that a- was, so that anal was, beads. Yeah, I that, was, that was his finger. Um, and so he would like get me on this like hydraulic hoist thing and ram his fingers into me. And like you could feel every knob of his knuckles going in. And I went back to him several... You turned on at, at, yeah. at, 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 like, are you turned on at, at, at no point? point. At oh, no okay, point. cool. Um, mainly because like 
it just hurts so, so much. much. Okay, mainly. Yeah. And, okay. and also, you know, I I don't really like fingering. Okay, no, I'm, I'm just asking. Uh, yeah, personally, yeah. I hate being fingered because all I can think about is what is that fingernail doing in there? You know what I mean? If fingers had no nails or you had like a, I don't know, maybe a latex finger, uh, finger condom thing? on, yeah. then like go for it. But Ah, okay, got it. And I mean, I'm sure this doctor had a rubber glove on, but, you know, he still had knobbly Yeah, knuckles. he still had knuckles. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anal beads for fingers. Anal beads, yeah. So... <laughs> So I go back several times over the course of a couple months, and I'm still, like, bleeding when I poo this whole time. And it's because it hurts so much. Like, me and the boyfriend, or, you know, almost fiancé, are not not fucking fucking, at all, because that's what our sex was. Like, we we did, like, some cute, like, public sex things, but it was always sort of centered around anal sex. It was never like, we're just gonna have, like, a polite blowjob. Because we're men. That that is sex. Yeah. (laughs) Not for everyone, but, like... For me, it is. Um, no, go ahead. For most. most. For most, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, eventually, this doctor is like, I don't know what this is. And he's he tells me that, like, so we've checked things, and I know that, like, these repeated examinations are actually giving you fissures. Fissures, yes. But those are not what this is. Like, it's something else. And so I just was like, well, then I'm, I think I'm done coming here. I'm just going to, like, hope that it heals on its own. And so I stopped going to the specialist because they were obviously so not able to do anything. So you showed two, three doctors your whole now, and none of them have... Grand total, I think it was four. Okay. Four doctors looked at my, my polite little taint yeah. and my puckered little anus, <laughs> and all of them were like, this is a medical mystery. Oh, fuck my life. And so, anyway, the, this whole thing went on for an entire year where I had this bloody asshole for an entire year. Where me and this guy were living together, and like it obviously the relationship sort of deteriorated over time. Ugh. And how it all ended was this. So like right around the time my asshole was like, you know what? I think we're back in the game now. Like we're I'm gonna stop bleeding. It's been really fun. And like I think I like put a dildo in in my hole just to be like, let's just let's see. try. Yeah, let's, let's see. see. And it was like it was okay, but it wasn't quite time yet for like a, a for yeah, real oh, yeah. dick, right? Mind you, I feel that this. Dildo is probably bigger than the Frilzy's dick, so. <laughs> oh, you... honey, I have a polite dildo. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, no, okay, cool, cool. I'm, yeah. I'm, some okay. people, some people want to go like, yeah, big. Yeah, I'm like, this is more of a preparation dildo. Oh, okay. it's not like a. Got it, got it. I understand. Yeah, it's not a party time dildo. <laughs> so, anyway, so I wasn't quite ready to fuck, but like I was, I felt like I was coming back. Yeah, to coming it, back right? to. So we can get back in the motion. Yeah. Yes. And then I come home one night from work and the boyfriend has prepared a meal for us to eat. And there's this lovely bottle of wine and a bottle of like um, Prosecco that's unopened. And I'm like, okay. So we go into this meal and we're eating. (laughs) It's really uncomfortable. Like I can sense something is up. And around the time we finish, he's like, Matt, I have something to say, and I, I don't know how to say it other than to say it. And he's like... That's usually how you say things? I um, I don't want to cheat on you, so we have to break up. And I bought you this bottle of Prosecco to take <laughs> to your friend's house to go bitch about me tonight. Okay. <laughs> and then we broke up. And like that was how the year of Bloody Anus ended. It didn't end with a, like, you know, she's back in business, here's her hole, <laughs> yeah. she's getting fucked and railed like a champion. It ended with a, like... Mm, uh, no. Were you getting fucked in real like a champion before? Because well, you didn't seem like... It doesn't sound like... I mean, look. 
when I commit just because you're doing it doesn't mean you're a champion or doesn't (laughs) doesn't make you a champion okay that is a fair point yes I don't know that I've ever been a champion okay now good and this is why I'm asking the question not but, for the same, but just for acknowledgement. I, I would like to believe that when I have been you did a bottom, the be- Yeah, you did the, the, the best you could. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're going to do it. Because if you're not a bottom, then there's no way you're going to be a champion of being a bottom. It's the point yeah. I'm trying to make. Although I think... Choices, guys. <laughs> As I'm putting this out there okay. for everyone listening. Yeah. Choices. It's like you yeah. be the bottom you can be. You can be, right. Yeah. But a bottom is always going to be the champion at yeah. being a bottom. <laughs> yeah, having fucked like a champion bottom. Right. That's not... <laughs> You're, you're right, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you see the point I'm trying to make here. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But like, I think in this in this relationship, yeah. I I was doing my very best. Yeah, and it was obviously good. Yeah, it was good. Good to Until, the point. Of, good to the point of blood. It was, it was so good that he fucked my asshole up in a way that no doctor no could doctor figure could out. figure out. Yeah. With his sizable not party penis. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> Ooh. So, you know, it was just like this insane year of my life where, you know, despite living with a human person that I was in love with, Mm -hmm. we, we slowly, like our sex life deteriorated as a result of this like weird medical mystery. And we went from being, I, I would say that like we as a couple, we got up to some weird shit. Like we did some weird public fucking that I'm sure I'll talk about in other episodes, but Mm -hmm. like we, we were we were horny for each other. And then to have that kind of end abruptly, they're like, it's, it's crazy how bad, how much bad sex can impact a relationship. Right. Cause like there's this great quote by Dan Savage, which is good sex is 10% of a relationship, but bad sex is 90% of a relationship. And like, I feel like this experience really showed me that that's true because when we could fuck, you no fucked. problem. Like, we... All of our relationship problems were other things. Like, the fact that he was dumb as a box of hair. Or, like, whatever. <laughs> you like them like that. I mean, I like some of them like that. And he was very smart Clearly in many the ones ways. that bottom... Make you... <laughs> the ones that make you bottom, yeah. Yeah. I, I, see, mean, your, I see your pattern. Yeah. It's okay. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he was lovely in many ways, but, like, our problems were different. That's and a good then quote. once the, ass, the bloody asshole started... That was the only problem. That's it a was very like good fucking quote. Everything else fell away, and it was just like, why aren't we fucking? And even when we would try to like, you know, just like, I think I tried fucking him once, and it was like, this is not what our yeah, chemistry, chemistry is, yeah. works with. And then we tried like, let's just do like polite blowjobs, and even that was just like, but Awkward. it feels like we're going through the motions. motions. We're not really connecting here. It's like we're just getting off. Yeah. Um, I know this is not the show for that, but. That really just has me sitting down here thinking now, while I'm not judging you, of course, um, <laughs> Liar. about, um, you know, the types of relationships that we have with people. Like, mm. just because you're in a committed relationship, I'm like, is that really, is sex the premise, the basis? Like, can oh. you be in a relationship with someone or can you consider that a relationship, I guess, um, if there's not enough sex? Maybe, right. like, no sex is, but, like, if there's not enough sexual Connection. I guess connection or energy with yeah. that person because I think there is that there's an expectation about that being part of a part relationship of, yes. and I think one of the things that causes trouble is that there is a very big difference between sex at the beginning of relationships and sex in the middle and the end at the one. end um, or just in the relationship and I think in a relationship at <laughs> yes, all yeah, yeah yeah and I think you have to it's really hard especially you know in you know hashtag current year um, 
I think it is hard because I think we're conditioned to believe that it should always be like it is in the beginning. In the beginning. And it will never be like it was in the beginning because that's when you're forging a relationship and that's when, like, I think you, you can you can withstand things based on your memory of that first of that, time. Yes. Because I've been in relationships where we didn't really have that, that first mm-hmm. initial period. And as a result, the relationship shrunk in length because when when the time comes that that's no longer who you are, you're who not you fucking like rabbits. Suddenly, you're engaging with a person, and you don't even have, don't those, have like, the yes. positive memories of like, oh, but oh we yeah, could be we fucking could, like yeah. this. yeah, anyway. yeah. Sorry, I again, not not the no. Not... We can talk about whatever the fuck. Okay, if it comes up, um, it comes up, bitch. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Now I'm actually. Have you ever had a bloody asshole? N- uh, yes. Oh. What was happening there? I have had a bloody asshole. Um, but that's because I'm one of those people that like to force uh, stools, I guess. Oh. <laughs> right. Not yeah. um, from actual sex. You're a concentrated shitter. Yeah, basically. <laughs> At least I grew right. up that way. I've learned, you're like, I've got to get out of this. Yeah, I've learned <laughs> not to be that person anymore. You're more ready to relax. Yeah, go in there relax. Not even ready. <laughs> I go in there. I don't go in until... I'm it's relaxed, time. yeah. And then I spend like 20 minutes in the bathroom anyways. It's my yeah. favorite place. It's my box. It's my box, essentially. I get you. It's, it's yeah. your safe place. Yeah, safe, safe place, place. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that uh, sucks. Um, yeah. I'm more so concerned about where the ring is right now. I oh, I wear it now. I, okay, good. I yeah. definitely feel that that is something you should hold, hold on to. Yeah. As, no, as soon as we broke up, as like, a once you moved out of the house, the first thing I did is I cracked that box open as a and reminder. put it on my finger. And I was like, this is actually... Because rings have sort of taken on a weird like meaning Thing? for me. Uh-uh. In just in general, the rings I wear they all mean different things different to me. Things. When I like need to feel powerful, I wear this ring. Um, this is the well. I was stupid ring, ring, right? Like this. this is the, is, I was stupid <laughs> ring, right? The 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 proposal ring. It for me is uh, when I need to remind myself to be courageous in love. That's when I wear. Oh that. my god! Look how you spun that. That's amazing. Because yeah, you should go into PR. Because I think it's not about. <laughs> It's not about, you know, this failed. I think it's about I had the balls to do it at all. And I don't think everyone would have that. And so that's, for me, the ring is about... I love that. Like, me... Because there was a time in my life, you know, as I aged, eventually I stopped being a bit more willing to sort of dive into a relationship with someone that Mm -hmm. maybe wasn't a perfect fit. Um, well, that's but I think I think no one is the perfect. Fit. Yeah, that, that's like that's every relationship, yeah. essentially. Yeah, and and I think <clears throat> as I aged, I started noticing myself trying to find that perfect fit, even though I consciously yeah knew, it knew. Didn't exist. and so you had the ring to remind you. This ring was what told me, like, <laughs> yeah. actually, you know, no one's perfect, and you just have to find someone whose bullshit you can put up with. Um, and and, and the, most importantly, who can put up with your bullshit? Well, and hello, <laughs> Jesus, and that there part. is a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing, okay. right? Like it is, it, I think for me, a relationship really isn't about how long it lasts. I think every relationship teaches us something about something, ourselves yep. that we need to know. And then and, it, and I like, hopefully it yeah, lasts hopefully after it that. I like, I want to believe that I could find someone that it will last forever. Um, but I'm also comfortable with it. Not, not. Yeah. Huh. Lessons hmm. learned. <laughs> Anywho, that's my no story. No sex. Um, what's your story? Yeah, well, our stories. Um, I think because again, now you've left, now you've forced my mind to not be judging. Now I'm thinking about how sad that is. Um, <laughs> um, so okay, so oh, all right. Um, no blood. Okay, it doesn't have to be. Related I know it doesn't have to be related. Um, but I think a story that uh, a positive story, and again, the the negative it becomes the positive. 
Um, so I am a young, fresh, supple, probably nineteen-year-old at this point. Okay. Um, and I've been having sex as a bottom for the last umpteen years of my life. When did you first have sex? I first had homosexual sex, the only sex I've actually ever had, <laughs> um, when I was 13. Really? Oh shit, that's quite young. That is young. Did it, I guess it didn't seem young at the time, but like, oh, now well, I mean, it, it, it did, now. it did seem young at the time, but I also okay. felt like every 13 year old feels that I was an adult and don't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, I will put my hole where I yeah, want where to put my, put my hole. hole. Right. <laughs> um, the Jeez. one thing... 13 year old me was not prepared. <laughs> I, I don't that. think I was prepared either and actually that's kind of like the point of the story. Mm. Um, so, I had a boyfriend or not boyfriend. Um, I don't know if you watch Bob's Burger but I had a very Tina and uh, their Junior relationship. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Is it Junior? Yeah. yeah junior, yeah. Um, yeah, I have had one of those relationships right. where I th- I like someone and they kind they of like me. Mostly. But yeah. yeah, they didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, that too. Um, and probably didn't know how to handle me. <laughs> um, I can't um, even imagine thirteen-year-old you. Well, it wasn't the perfect guy that she's in front of me now. I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I might have looked the same, um, but definitely did not messy. Yeah. Um. So, um, it's actually one night. So we had sex. So that was 13-year-old me. Back to 19-year-old me now yeah. who's actually learning about life. So what had happened was um, I went to go hook up with this guy. I bought my cousin's car. Mind you, he only lived like three blocks away. But 19-year-old <laughs> right. me had a car that I had access to with no license and I wanted to be a rebel. Oh, my gosh. Because 13-year-old me was a rebel, so obviously I'm not going to stop being a rebel. Yeah. Um, and I to drive cousin- three blocks. Don't judge me. I- I'm, I'm I'm learning how to drive. I don't want to alarm you, but I'm judging you. Okay. <laughs> That's three fucking blocks. Fortunately for Which us. you could have walked. Fortunately for us, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, so I bought my cousin's car and <clears throat> get to this guy's house. And the, 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 what was normal at this guy's house is, or how this usually plays out, is I go there, he gets me a little drunk, we have sex, I go home. Yeah. Like we talk. That's the pattern. But yeah, that like that's this situation. Yeah. Today, um, and specifically, not just gets me drunk. So, uh, and I'm gonna walk through it. But like today was different. Oh, like there was like you arrived and something felt different. Uh, no, oh. what the outcome of the outcome was different. Ah, yes, okay, gotcha. today was a different day. Right. So, as a young supplement bottom, who is a professional at this point because I've been doing it since since I was 13. Right. Um. When I, I, like, I don't care, like, at this point in time, and society wasn't even advanced, like, you weren't thinking, we, we had very heteronormative norms. Mm-hmm. You're the bottom, you're the girl, you're the top, you're the, you're the yeah. dude. Right. There's no such thing as, like, a blousey top. Yeah, or a verse, or, or a soft top, or a versatile top. Like, you soft know. top, I forgot. Yes. That's like, I love that expression, yeah. too. Um, I so describe myself as a blousey this, top, but a soft uh, a top blouse. is really cute. Oh, okay, that's soft a blouse. That's very gay. Um, so this guy was of was a verse bottom in in, oh. in layman terms, right. like so for for conversation. Yeah. He was a ver- what we'd call a verse bottom. I did not know this because all I know is that you fuck me, so you are a top. Yeah, that's or, what you're you my are. top. Yeah, I had no idea that this guy even took, took a dick. A dick. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the span of time, like it never ever crossed it my mind. It didn't occur. It didn't right? It, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a thing. All right. So. Again, a young, supple 19-year-old me goes over to his house, um, drives over to his house, and uh, 
go inside like we normally do, sit down in the living room. This is where we do the, you know, the foolishness that you, before the sex, yeah, where you, the, so you don't make it feel like I'm just here for the sex. Yeah, yeah. like we pretend to be human yeah, beings at each right. other. Right, and uh, he uh, goes, yes, my day was tough. Yeah, all these things. Groceries. Beautiful. Yeah. Again, I've worked that into my career, as you know, <laughs> so I'm fine with it. Um, and I, it, the time comes, and that time is usually when he's finished his class. Because I can, oh. da- you know, I'm a drinker. I can, da- I can. <laughs> you are a professional. I can swallow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I fill my glass up now to go into the room. Yeah. As normal. As, um, as expected. And what normally happens is I go into the room, I get naked, and then I, I like lay down on the bed. And sort of like wait for him to come because he's like putting alcohol away and he's like he's hiding out. Yeah, he's giving you a moment. Yeah, to give like me to, yeah, give me a moment to judge. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like um, braid your pussy hair. Yeah, all that good whatever stuff. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I get into the. Uh, he comes in the room, and I'm naked on the bed, and he. Uh, wait, face down, ass up? No, because oh. it was never that kind of party. I'm actually well, y'all can't see, but I'm I'm just on the bed like this. Actually. Okay, so, so I'm like actually just chilling. Up, just yeah, like, I'm actually just chilling. It's not like I'm I'm not waiting in the room to come and like do the stuff mm. because he's one of those foreplay kind of guys, anyways. Right. But I'm waiting in the room for him to come into the yeah. room. Right? He wants to like connect yeah. with you. So um, I'm waiting in the room as in said position, and he comes in the room naked, which again should have known this is not normal. Something's different here because normally he takes off his clothes in the room. Right. He comes in, locks the door, and then takes off his clothes. Um, but he comes in the room naked and sprays a bottle on my dick. I don't know what's in the bottle. Oh. I wasn't thinking about it because I have my drink and I'm chilling, you know, feeling nice, loosey-goosey. Yeah. And sprays this thing on my dick and then leaves the room. And he leaves? Yeah, he leaves the room again. Yeah. Oh. Um, now, again... In, uh, even it's funny because as I'm telling the story right now, I'm actually making connections to the person that I'm now like, oh my god, he was doing drugs outside the room. But right, uh, but, I, but then I, didn't, I like I didn't even notice. So um, so he comes in, he comes back in the room like five minutes later, and again I'm drunk-ish. I'm not drunk at all, but I'll, I'll call my system. Yeah, you were drunk for nineteen. Yeah, for nineteen. Nineteen year old me is at least tipsy, and. I'm not paying attention, but I am paying attention. And all I know is, or for the purposes of all I remember is, he just jumps on my dick and starts writing it. Oh, shit. Okay. This is my first experience as a top. Oh, your first ever? Yes. Oh, shit. So technically speaking, he kind of like drugged me and raped me, but we're not going to go into the logistics of that. Yeah. So he jumps on my dick. Wild. Fucking wild. And... Because you are not prepared for that. And he's going wild. It's like, yeah. He's riding me like a stallion. Like, <laughs> like all these fucking things. And yeah. I'm in the moment, but not in the moment. Right. You're having that kind of out-of-body experience. experience like, yes. what is because, happening? And, yeah, and what's funny, yeah, like yeah, he says, yeah. I'm, I, I can only tell you about everything he did yeah. from the perspective of having the out-of-body experience. Like, I recall just watching him doing it. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, my yeah, body's yeah. there. But my mental yeah. is literally just watching this guy yeah. <laughs> ride my dick. Yeah. That's for what up. felt like forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably could have been five minutes probably I remember, but <laughs> like I just remember Ooh, keep this... talking. Oh. I interrupt. Of course. Sorry. <laughs> I just remember him riding me like a stallion. <laughs> and the good thing is, again, perfect me today is like, Yes! You started out in the game, awesome. But young me 
was just like, what in the entire fuck is any of this? Is any of this? Yeah. And so he's, he finishes, gets off my dick, and uh, leaves the room again. So finishes like he comes. Yeah, on, he, like he, he, he has yeah. come on your chest. He, um, I don't remember any of that. Right. I don't even. I don't even know if I. I don't even remember if I came. Right. <laughs> um. Uh, granted, if I did, I probably would not inside of him because I'm pretty sure we'd not use a condom. Yeah. But it sounds uh, like he didn't. It sounds like he didn't to me too. <laughs> 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 it sounds like he didn't to me too. Yeah. So um. Really, a lot like. So, uh, just for context. This story is bad because I did not get fucked. <laughs> that is what makes this, <laughs> that, this bad yeah. Sex, this right. is what makes this bad sex because at nineteen. That's I was yeah. I was I was I've been a bottom for the past yeah, yeah, yeah. seven uh, seven years of my life. So <laughs> this is why this story is bad, and this is why I can relate to your doctor's story. <laughs> it's like it's not the sex, the actual sex. It's yeah. the lack of actual sex right? that makes it bad. It's terrible. Um. <laughs> I guess I could have said it, but since I told him at this point, I might as well just tell the rest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so afterwards, he leaves the room again, and again, having a, a, a moment like I actually can now know I know what drugs he was doing, <laughs> why this story went the way it went gotcha. in retrospect. Like I'm actually just thinking about it now. Look at life. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So after this this happens, I leave the house and walk home. Okay. I'm in complete but, thought. Now you say, left the car yeah, ah, good. <laughs> You're in <laughs> I'm in complete shock and complete right. disbelief and disarray and You're not doing like, anything. Am I a top? And now? I, or a bottom? Let me stop. Confusion. Suffice to say, because that's the story I'm going to tell. Everything yeah. else after we can talk about, I guess, maybe on another episode. But like, so I'd say that is my bad sex story. Yeah. Or this is one of my bad sex stories. That's crazy. Where it doesn't actually involve sex, okay. but it makes it bad because I did not. Yeah. I, like, again, this is not the first time I'm hooking up with this guy. Yeah, like, yeah. We have, like, we have a you thing. Had a pattern. Yeah, we know. Like, we get it. But today, yeah. I go there to get fucked. And then he just... And he... But like, okay, but what drugs was he doing? Because you mentioned that. Oh! <laughs> it's one of those shows. <laughs> okay, so with um, with my understanding, which is not limited, but with my understanding of today's drug use and yeah. things like that, he was probably smoking uh, crystal meth or t- oh, doing Tina. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's why he left the room and that's why he came back naked and that's why he was extra horny. Right. Um, because that's what apparently, allegedly... <laughs> that's what Tina does that's not my experience but that's what it does right. um, so he was probably doing that um, specifically just that and again like because of who I am where am I now and of the things I know now I'm like it actually cannot be anything else but that really? Oh, yeah interesting because he was in the bathroom um, right. like he was sweating like he was like it was just yeah. like, like again, what did he spray on your dick? okay so I'm it's, again I'm just not the first one to tell the story so I'm assuming <laughs> it was like a numbing like one of those numbers oh, like, the, okay, or like yeah, a nerve yeah. number yeah, yeah, see yeah. I'm saying this now I'm like oh a nerve number <laughs> duh boy because every time I tell the story people are like um, it's probably something to numb I'm like oh but I never understood right but I le- recently went to a tattoo party a tattoo party thing and like where they uh, I don't know. It's... A tattoo party? Yeah. So basically, there's a tattoo artist at a party, and people get tattoos. What? That's and, like, a thing? they drink and mix and, like, talk and things like that. What? Yeah. I'm surprised you don't know. I'm, I was convinced it was a white people thing, so I'm surprised <laughs> you don't know. 
But yeah, I mean, I'm not a great example of a white person. Yeah. I, well, like I am. Yeah, yeah. Because we spoke like... about that before. But I know what right. you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm um, a version of white. Yes. Yeah. But they, um, they, yeah, they were talking because I'm afraid to get a tattoo. I, I don't have any tattoos. Yeah. And I'm afraid. And they're like, well, you know, the things you can do. They're like, most people say don't drink because it thins your blood and, yeah. and it gets bloodier. Um, which can be difficult, not so much for you, but for the tattoo artists who yeah. can't see past all your life, obviously, because you're not red skin, obviously. Yeah. Um, but they were saying that they had like um, nerve numbers. If you're afraid of like, um, if you're afraid that like, you can spray something on your on, and it oh. thing. So I'm assuming it was a nerve number. Um, because um, I guess even as a bottom, the idea of sex excited me because of the sexualness. Um, suffice to say, not to to my own horn or promote myself here i am no longer a bottom right this experience or that experience sort of like opened my eyes to what it could better be. understanding of life in general not just yeah, yeah, yeah. sex specifically sex but like i transferred that information over into my life which well, is that's why what happened with me actually because like i when i was a kid um you know pre having any kind of sex whatever I was the kind of guy that, like, I always envisioned in all of, like, the sexual fantasy, the masturbatory, whatever. Yeah. I was the bottom. Like, mm. I was getting fucked. fucked. And then with my first ever experience, um, I ended up being the top. And, I mean, that has its own fucking yeah. head story. Yeah. <laughs> um, it really kind of changed... Your perception. My perception. Your idea. Like, the action of it... Yes! Mattered. And... What's and again the good thing about the story, <laughs> since I told the bad thing, the or the bestest thing, not just a good thing because I don't believe good and bad, but the best thing about the story is that like that experience is what opened me up to learning about myself. Mm. I only was a bottom, yeah, because of the fact that people told me that I was a bottom, yeah, and because you're of the fact, yeah, I'm supposed to be a bottom, yeah. and oh well, you have long hair, and oh you're feminine, oh you're girly, therefore you're a bottom. You're a bottom. And then this guy, <laughs> this guy on just Maddow broke was through like, bah, bah. that wall. Yeah, he was like, "That shit doesn't matter." At and all. not the wall that I wanted to break through. <laughs> <laughs> he broke through yeah. that imaginary wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is literally the beginning of what made me the perfect guy that I am today. Yeah, no, because I, I could have been stuck having. You would never have known. Like I was, and and this is why I said what I said to you before. I was a, I was a champion bottom. Yeah, because Capital I'm like, B. yeah, because I was. I was told this is what I'm supposed to be. And I, I perfected and it. Yes, I perfected it. Yeah. Only to find out that, and in retrospect, I was perfect at it, but I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it. It it was yeah. never for me. It was for the guy. And that's what bottoming for A me lot is. of sexual experiences that I had, I'm going to I'm gonna be bold and say 98% of the sexual experiences I had at the bottom was only because I wanted the guy to like me. And the yeah. only way the guy would like you is, as I was saying to you, like, or as we were just talking about, the, is to have sex with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, that's, for me, and bottoming, that's what it was. It was all about, it is not pleasurable for me. Right. But I know it's pleasurable for you. So, like, and it's count. not that I'm batted or it doesn't, it hurts. Like, it's none of that. It just, it's the, the, the sexual pleasure yeah. that you're supposed to get when you have sex, yeah. I was not getting it. Yeah, it, it's hitting a mental box, but yes. it's not hitting a physical box. A physical box. box. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my bad experience, which oh, again wow. turned into the best experience. But like, so now side so, side note, the side effect of that, the the bad experience did actually turn into a sex. Uh, I did then develop um, <laughs> a sex addiction. Oh um, God! That that I I broke through and broke into at the same time or different times, but uh, <laughs> because of uh, 
which no longer exists, but uh, Craigslist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Craigslist was a so, hotbed of, like, filthy, filthy yeah. things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I picked up a sex addiction because really? nobody around me or no one who I knew would let me fuck them. Right. Because everyone but knew me as a bottom. Yeah. But and the funny oh, thing with and the funny thing was credit and again not to stray up, um, but the it wasn't that I could find someone that would let me fuck them. It was that someone came, met me, and had no preconceived notion of me. Right. So all they know is that I sent them a dick picture, and they I, liked it. I told them I'm going to fuck them. I told them I'm gonna fuck them and they came to get fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Because there is there is a kind of a it's difficult to get out of that. Once, like, you're known in your circle as yes. one thing, you can't become another. Took me 12 years to convince certain people that I'm not about them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I finally got to fuck them recently. Right. But, like, <laughs> um, but again, that, and again, that's, 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 it. everyone's at their own, like, you know, and as I said, like, yeah. we live in a very heteronormative place. Feminine bottoms, masculine tops, kind of thing. I do think that's changing a little bit. Oh, definitely. But it. Oh, been definitely. A, it's been a real journey. But it's been a journey, and yeah. at the time when it wasn't even a thing, much less changing. I come from that era. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I went to get fucked. Didn't get fucked at all. But my mental <laughs> you stability, top. my mental stability was fucked right <laughs> up. <laughs> I like <laughs> right up. I, I love that. I think I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to think for me. Sort of when I, w- I kind of said, I'm the top now. Because I, I, I question myself. Because there are, you know, there's a, like the next generation of humans. Mm-hmm. Idiots. They're all, I mean, frankly, yes. Yeah. But a lot of them are sort of, they're verse or they don't want to be defined. Defined, yeah. And like, I there's some real power in that. But for me personally, I think I've just spent so much of my life trying to figure out which of those which boxes is the, yeah, I you belong fit in. in. Yeah, because that, that, right, that, that, that is our era, right? Yeah. Um, and what's sad, but good, because in my mind, like the objective for me as the perfect individual that I am, it's to be versed in many languages and mm. versed in many cultures. And that idea of understanding who you are and how to relate to someone who isn't you. Right. So the, I personally, I, I don't care to be labeled as a top I don't really care because I know that no matter what you call me or say about me when we get into the bedroom you're not fucking me right (laughs) even if I don't fuck you because you know you might like even if I don't fuck you that's okay that that doesn't make me less or more of a top but you aren't fucking me therefore I cannot be a bottom (laughs) so so the label for me is irrelevant but I understand that we also you have a better understanding of what your body wants uh, and but I and I definitely understand that People don't understand that that concept. So yes, I'm a top. If that if that gets you to getting me to fuck you, right. let it happen. <laughs> but I don't actually care what you call me or how you label me because what I know for sure, many things can and can not happen. But what's not going to happen is you're going to you fucking me. Right. Therefore, in layman terms, I cannot be. A so I must be a top. <laughs> so I must be a top. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think, I don't know, I I guess, because it was really only, like, I kind of, for a lot of years, I went where I'd do one relationship, uh, one one relationship relation. as a top, and oh, then the next bottom? relationship as a bottom. Doesn't that make you verse? Or I, in your mind, how did you, how, how, have you, how have you not landed at verse? Um, I think it's, it's because I had that moment, just like you said, where 
eventually I realized, oh, but I'm only doing this for them. Them. It's not pleasurable for me. And especially, really, it was once I, I dated this one of my exes um, who was like a for serious bottom. <laughs> um, I think they're called power bottoms, by the way. Yeah, like a, a, a professional <laughs> power bottom. Yes. <laughs> he was the one that kind of opened my mind to like, this can feel good for people. This can be like a I agree a full body, full mind experience. That's why I said ninety eight percent. And I'm just like, that's not what it yes. is for me. So if it's, if it's not that, why would I? Why do would it? I do it? Yeah. Whereas I get much more pleasure from fucking someone. Yeah, even if it's for thirty seconds, because like I'm not quick. Hello, I got things to do. You know, like, <laughs> the I got time for all that. Laundry. I gotta watch Handmaid's Tale. I got things going on. Is that good? Handmaid's Tale is so good. It seems like a show that you like, so I'm going to get into it. Yeah, you need to watch it. It's um, awful because you're just, all you can think about is how um, we are about like four steps away from being in this universe, but if it's we're not such already a good show. Because I know this is about, you know, concubines essentially. Yeah. Like, you watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's so good, but it, it's hard to watch. Cool. Because it's terrifying. Yeah. But yeah, that's my story. And, I uh, love that. I thought that was really great. Yeah, of course. And I, I love that you told me about the first time you topped. You know. Well, I mean, it, it makes the it makes the most sense. <laughs> it makes the most sense. Right. I want I wanted you to understand that when I tell you, you remember you said think about what uh, some good advice for the week. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm setting I'm setting up the good advice. Oh, I'm excited because that's it? where we're headed. Yeah, I, I'm setting up the good advice. Yeah. So I'll go first, and then you can you can yeah, like wrap sure. it up. I think for me, like, moving forward in the next seven days, like, what I want to bring to the universe is, um, I want to sort of reclaim a little bit of the joyful self, because I, I, you know, we were talking before we started recording about how I had this moment with, uh, um, not really a friend, but, like, an acquaintance who's really lovely, um, who kind of said something that kind of reflected my own advice that I give to people back to them, and so... For me, in the next seven days, I'm going to really focus on just trying to let the positive version of myself that's in my mind do more of the talking rather than the negative version Version. of myself that seems to have had a lot of control lately. So it's just trying to switch that gear. Okay. Is that also in, I guess in another way, is that also letting the person who you see in the mirror know that you are actually that person like that is mm. just a reflection so instead of letting the mirror tell you you're telling the mirror kind of thing oh bitch i like that yes that okay. all of that okay just yeah because yeah. i think the person that yeah when you mirror, look in the mirror yeah that person talks to you that person talks yeah to you me. listen to them but now what i want to do is yeah I'm gonna tell, tell that now. bitch oh fuck you that's really good okay all right <laughs> you're well welcome. done you're welcome, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, what are you going to do next seven days next seven days um, first and foremost I'm going to wake up every day every single day every single day I love that uh, granted sometimes that's hard uh, yes for other people but uh, granted I actually don't I do not sleep every night <laughs> because I do a lot of extracurricular activities yeah. <laughs> that keep me awake right so if I get to sleep for the next seven days I will wake up every day right. <laughs> Otherwise, I will greet the sun like I have done for the past two mornings. Oh, I slept this morning. Okay, perfect. Oh, God, thank God. Oh, okay. a lot of mornings to greet the oh, sun. Oh, believe me, I've gone more than two. Let's not talk about that right now. Um, but I'm going to get up and wake up because that is the first thing. Um, specifically because of what I just said to you about the mirror. Um, I can't look in the mirror 
if I don't wake up. First That's thing. true. You yes. can't. You can't. You can't fight your demons. You if, you're not awake. if you're not awake. Mm-hmm. So first things first, and then I'm going to again go back to what you said. Tell myself exactly what I tell everybody else. Mm-hmm. Be gentle with myself. Forgive Love yourself. yourself. Forgive yourself. Yeah. Oh, and that will get me through the rest of the week and that's the advice I give to everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself the advice you give to others. Take it. That's huge. Take it. Because that's the thing. I, I, we oftentimes, this is sort of where I went wrong. Is yeah. I, I give this advice out all the time and I think when you start giving that advice about that you're doing it but then you give it out so much that you kind of, you lose track. You lose track, yeah. Yeah, you got to come back to it. Yeah. You got to remind yourself that, oh wait, no, I am amazing. And take it one step further and don't remind yourself that you're amazing. Just be amazing. Oh, fuck you, bitch. Yeah! Okay. All right, well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for fucking having me. This is my first, this is my first podcast feature. <laughs> so you've gone down in history. Don't stop. Ooh, plug your podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, so I have a podcast or I co-host a podcast and executive produce, but I co-host a podcast uh, called Sip on This. Um, it's with my girlfriend, Jules. It uh, comes out every... Okay, I'm not going to say it comes out whenever I want, but it comes out every two weeks or every <laughs> other week. Um, right now, we are hitting up episode four. Or, 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 this sorry. is going to happen in the future. In the future. Yeah, I know. No, no. Uh, oh, okay. But it's on iTunes, right? Yes. Yeah. It is a, it's available on iTunes. Uh, sip on this. Um, SoundCloud, Sip on this. If all fails, follow my Instagram, which is 1-800-TRAVOY. Um, that's also my Twitter. <laughs> um, so you can hit me up at 1-800-T-R-A-V-O-Y. And uh, that's where you find that information. Um, by the time you hear this, it actually will be there. Because I'm thinking about it and I'm like, it's not there right, right. now. <laughs> but by the time you hear this, um, that information will be posted there. Um, hit, us, hit us up. We talk about everything. Um, it's And we're queer and we're black and just living our lives, our best yeah. lives. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming. Uh, this has been... Facts, fibs, and fairy tales. Uh, your wait, wait, fa- I have to say, wait. Congratulations on this episode. <laughs> well, thank you. Congratulations for being here. And thank you for putting up with me and my, like, snotty mess over here. It's Tell like, your audience that. It's I'm, a, like, I'm shitty missing. allergy day for me. I've but. seen you worse than this, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I've, I've gone through some things, okay, yes. people? Anyway, thank you for coming. This has been Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales with your factual fairy, Matt Sweet, and guest factual fairy, True Boy in the Flesh. Uh, bye! Holla! If you're looking to get a hold of the Fact Fib Fairy, you can find us on Twitter, at Fact Fib Fairy, or you can go to Facebook, where it's Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales, or Instagram, where it's at Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales, or you can email us at Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales at gmail.com. And if you didn't get any of that, Honestly, just send a carrier pigeon. It all works out in the end.